Come on, say amen. amen. Thank God for this opportunity. Amen. I'm not going to be before you long. Amen. Just want to share a word with you of something that uh, the Lord has been, has given me. And so we're going to the book of James. James chapter one. It's very familiar. James chapter one. Verses. I'm going to use just one verse. Verse 21. James chapter one. Verse 21 says, therefore, putting aside all filthiness and all the remains of wickedness in humility, receive the word implanted, which is able to save your souls. Amen. Just for just for a few minutes. I want to talk from this thought, how to become a doer of the word. So I want to deal with this this morning, how to become a doer of the word. Amen. And I want to start by saying this. There has been a struggle going on uh, in becoming a doer simply because that we hear the word. We, 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 uh, Sunday after Sunday, Tuesday after Tuesday, we come, we sit up under the word, we hear, we listen. And when we leave out from under the word, we say we're going to do our best. We're going to do different. We're going to we're going to strive to work at living right for God. But sometimes, brothers and sisters, there is a struggle going on simply because we are enticed by our own desires. Uh, This word struggle means Uh, Make forceful or violent efforts to get free of restraint or constriction. And when that stood to me, I asked me and God were talking. I asked God, I say, Lord, why is there such a struggle in the Christian life? And he revealed to me is because sometimes as as us people, as we people, uh, we don't like we don't like change. Some of us want change. But yet every time when we go to make that change, we make excuses for the things that we've been doing. And so that keeps us within the struggle. Uh, of of not being doing what the word says but it's a struggle that we continue doing on what we've been doing amen and so another thing that he said is because we like doing things a certain way and we've been doing things for so long that when it comes down to change we don't want to change we don't we don't like the change because it's so hard it's so overwhelming and because it gets so overwhelming that we make the excuse to say i'm not gonna do it today i'll put it off until tomorrow amen and so here's the question that I asked myself. I said, why are we blaming God for the things that we are enticed to do? Amen. Because as I, as I forestated, it's not God's, uh, that's making us do. It's us with our own desires that push us to want to do material and worldly things. Now, here's what I like about James. James book is, is about practical living. Amen. He, he's speaking to the, the, the Gentiles, the people that have been scattered and this is a persecution time that's going on and this is really this is this really intrigued me because here's the thing James is still able to encourage the people even in times of persecution and can 
I tell you something, even with everything that's going on in our today's time, God is still using real preachers and teachers to deliver his word because the word is the only thing that is going to sustain you and keep you in this time. Now, James 1 and 22 is very familiar when it talks about be doers of the word. But I come to understand before you even get to being doers of the word, he mentions some things that we have to do in order to become the doers of the word. And I'm going to just for context, I'm going to look at verse 19. I'm not going to stay that long. I'm not going to labor that long. It says this, you know, my beloved brethren, but everyone must be quick to hear slow to speak and slow to anger let me tell you something you have to have a listening ear to hear the word of god we struggle with that because we we, we struggle with being uh, quick to hear because we always got something to say we ready to respond to whatever is coming god says not to do something and, and instead of us go ahead and do it we now we make a a, a response we have something to say but god we we say but god did but god that instead of just listening to what he's saying and do it we make excuses we find every reason to have a comeback amen versus just doing it and that may be you because that's my struggle sometimes too even when I'm at work and the boss say this I always have a struggle and he said why can't sometimes you just say okay and I said to myself I'm like I can't say okay but you gotta know I'm trying to plead my case I'm trying to do come on come on so it's the same thing that happens when God tells us to do something. I have a but. I have a reason of why I can't. I have a reason as to why, what I need to do. I'm trying to plead my case. Instead of just doing that, just say okay. So it moves on to say, quick to hear, slow to speak, and slow to anger. And, and you and you know that we're living in a time that everybody is angry. Everybody is, is angry about the things that are going on. And I get it. But look at what the scripture said. The scripture says, for the anger of man, verse 20, does not achieve the righteousness of God. Can I tell you something? That every time that you allow anger to sit in your heart and when it manifests, do you understand the results that happen? Murders come from uh, anger. Uh, 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 evil words come out of your mouth from anger. And it's all registered from your heart. That's why the Bible says you don't achieve righteousness. So every time when you allow anger or when you get mad or upset about something and it sits in your heart and it turns to anger that's why you say the things that you say and you're trying to hurt people you're trying to bring people down you're trying to belittle people because the anger that has set in but look at what the scripture said the scripture said the anger does not achieve so what that tells me that I, I need to work on my anger I need to get rid of anger and the bible says be angry but sin not so the emotion, I can have the emotion of anger, but it's how you deal with your anger in your responses. Amen. So let me move. Let me move. Now we up to verse 21. He says, therefore, and you know, our pastor teaches us very well. When it says, therefore, you got to ask the question, what is it there for? And so what I gathered from verse 20, when it says the, the anger of man does not achieve the righteousness of God. So that says, amen, that since anger does not achieve, therefore, look at verse 21. He says, putting aside 
all filthiness. Now let me stop there. Let me stop there. Let me stop there. <laughs> Therefore, he says, putting aside. So the first thing, if you're going to become a doer, the first thing you have to do is put aside all filthiness. Now, let me explain that word filthiness because I looked it up. <laughs> that word filthiness means dirty. It means it, it means filthy. It means to the point that you know how we are. You know how we are. We don't like having on dirty clothes uh, unless... You know, okay, I'm going to leave that alone. <laughs> Unless that may be you that you like dirty clothes, but you don't like the smell of dirt. You don't, you don't like what you feel like when you're, be, when you're dirty, when you didn't play it outside. And especially for me, when I'm at work all day, I'm outside, I'm sweating. You know, when I, when I get home, I, I, I just don't feel right. And so if you're in your right mind, you want to go home and take a bath. It's the same way when you allow sin to stay upon you, it turn, it's dirty. And so not only are you dirty, but you're now filthy he says put off not and and watch this watch this watch this not just some things he said all filthiness look at the word the term that he used with that word filthiness he says put off all Filthiness. That means the old way of thinking. And the word says, left side every weight and the sin that so easily beset us, which says <laughs> I gotta have I have to put it out, which means every day, brothers and sisters, this is not just one day pick it up and put it down. This is not just on a Monday or a Wednesday or every other day or every two days or every three days. Every day you have to put off the things that are dirty. You know why? Because if you do not put off the things that, that are dirty, you are dirty before the Lord. Some of us don't even care that we're dirty before the Lord. You just say, here, here I am, Lord. You, and I get it. That's how you become clean. But you, it's your responsibility as a saint of God to put off those things that keep you being dirty. Let me move. Let me move. Because not all, not, he didn't say just all filthiness. But look at what he says. He says, and all the remains of wickedness. The next thing I'm going to tell you is to put aside all remains of wickedness. Now watch this. I want, I want to look at this word. That word remains means abundance. Right? Abundance of something. But another definition talks about residue. So when he says put off all filthiness and all the remains. Watch this. Let me tell you what happens sometimes. You know why we so prone to doing what we want to do is because we're not getting rid of the residue that is in our hearts. He says, put off the remains, the, the residue, which means you can clean it up and make it look good. But if you don't deal with the root, if you don't deal with the residue, the stain that's on it, you will be prone to fall back in those old habits. That's why you're making excuses. That's why you continue doing what you want to do. And I get it. I get it. That's why I, the struggle is real, y'all. It's real. Because I'm, I'm not telling you something that, that I heard. I'm telling you something that I deal with every day. Because I make excuses for myself. I know what I need to do. But because I make excuses, I tell myself, no, not today. I tell myself, not today. I get to it. And before I know, a whole week then went by. And I'm just like, okay. 
the residue, he says, put off, deal with the residue of wickedness. That word wickedness, that's an ugly word, child. That's a heavy word. Wickedness, that the way the word describes it as malice or maliciousness depravity you know we are fighting this we're we're fighting against ourselves every day and we're full of depravity and the only way the only way to come to overcome that is by jesus christ let me move let me move and so because here's where it got me to here's where here's where it got me to now you want to know how do i get rid of the filthiness. How do I put aside the remains? How do I deal with the residue? How do I deal with the stain? It's only when you come to a place of humility. If you if you read on, it says in humility, brothers, my brother and sister. My next, my last point is you have to humble yourself before God. Now you may be asking yourself, what does that have to do with uh, becoming the doer? Let me tell you, let me tell you the reason why. Look at what it says. It says, in humility, receive the word. Watch this. You can't receive the word if you're so proud. You can't receive the word if you got your own agenda. You can't receive the word if you trying to tell God how to do his work. It ain't going to work. That's why he said, be slow to hear. You know why? Quick to hear. Why? Because if you don't humble yourself, you'll be trying to talk and God is trying to talk to you and you can't hear because you're too busy trying to put your will over his. Y'all ain't trying to hear me. So he says humble yourself in humility. It's not until you humble yourself that you're able to receive the word. So he says in humility receive the word implanted. Watch this. When it talks about because the question that came to mind was, well, how do I get rid of the residue? The residue? How do how do I get? How do I put off the remains? It's 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 when the word you apply the word to those parts that you are struggling with. It's those parts that 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 you don't want to give up that you put the word because the word is able to be engrafted to the very shape, just like water or liquid, some type of liquid. When you put it in any type of shape, it conforms to that shape. The word of God is just like that to where it conforms to every shape that you have. So if you have an open an open hole somewhere in your heart, maybe grief, maybe anger, maybe whatever it is, but when you put the word on that area, that's when the word uh, you're able to become alive in the word why because the word says receive the engrafted word y'all come on the engrafted word that means every every struggle everything every issue every situation that's why God is able to deal with our issues you know why because he the word is there to replace it I'm almost done with you. Now watch this. And I'm almost done. He said, in humility, receive the word implanted, which is able to save your souls. Look at this. Because we're so wicked, because we're so deprived and filthy, we need something that is strong enough. <laughs> you can turn to drinking you can turn to smoking you can turn to this you can turn to 12 step you can turn to all that but it's not until you get the word of God which is able the word of God is strong enough that's why we need Jesus Christ
That's why I'm thankful that he sent his son, Jesus Christ, to die. Because without the death on the cross, the death, burial, and the resurrection, we will still be left and have an excuse to why I still live filthy. But because of Jesus Christ, y'all going to help me up in here? Because of Jesus Christ, it is strong enough to save our soul. Come on and give God a hand clap of praise.